Disclaimer, rockstalkradio.com podcasting is not affiliated with or in association to the Colorado Rockies or the MLB. Please don't sue us. What's up, Rockies fans? Welcome to a new episode of Rocks Talk Radio. Today is July 16th. July 16th. 16th, 2018. We're a podcast talking about anything and everything about the Colorado Rockies Baseball Club. My name is Ethan Ritter, and as always, I'm joined by my co-host, Garrett Reese. What's up, Garrett Reese? Hey, Ethan Ritter. <laughs> What's up? Are you, are you an all-star? Yeah, I think you are too, bro. I think I think Charlie Blackman is. I think Nolan Arenado is. I think Trevor Story is too. Well, shout out to Smash Mouth too. They're all stars. Yo, you think don't come in your bank, don't come in. How you doing, man? Doing excellent, dude. Uh, Home Run Derby was pretty sweet, man. You you watched. Watch the whole thing. First, before we get going, what are you uh, wearing? Colorado Rockies. Uh, what What is that commemorating on your head? The hat? Yeah. It's like a, it's a camo one, but it was never like a Memorial Day hat. Okay. It was just like a... Because on Friday, uh, or last Sunday, the rain game, they were wearing like a tribute to the uh, troops hat. Yeah, yeah. This one I don't think was ever an on-field hat. Okay. It was just one I saw. I think I got it like five years ago or something. It's cool. It's like that digital yeah. camo. The new age stuff. Yeah, they said that that stuff uh, breaks up more of the background and the original camouflage. Oh, really? Yeah. So it's more effective. Yeah. Essentially, it would create more of a silhouette, um, not digital. Interesting. Is. Yeah. Um, yeah, the, the Home Run Derby was sweet. I think they... At first, I was like kind of questioning some of the players that were elected to be a part of it, but I think it ended up great. Yeah, perfect for were you, Washington fans. I mean, were you? I, I was rooting for Bryce Harper. I was at the too, end, for sure. I kind of was from the beginning. So maybe Reese Hoskins. Yeah, I thought he was gonna. I mean, he was first up at bat, and he looked. Excellent. So what, it was Schwarber that eliminated Reese. Yeah. And then Schwarber went on to face Bryce Harper for mm-hmm. the championship round. Had to be eighteen. Yeah, and he had he had he was tied with him before his thirty second bonus. Oh, really? Yeah, and the bonus is thirty seconds with two home runs out of four forty over four hundred forty feet, yeah. or at least four forty. But I mean, it was cool. I think they said it was the third time that, like, a hometown batter had won the it was, yeah third time won the home run derby in front of the fans yeah it was excellent uh so hats off to bryce harper and everyone else it was fun stuff excellent did you like harper's headband yeah i thought it was sick he was like the most like decked out he I was mean, like he was like the king griffey guy that did it a little different than everyone else <laughs> he was very catchy for like sure. every other player was kind of just in their on-field uniform did you uh, right. go to the Golden Bee recently, or is that you oh, have a Golden Bee? I have a I have a bee on my shirt. Tell the folks at home that may not live in Denver what the Golden Bee Bar is all about. It's a it's a bar in Colorado Springs, attached to the Broadmoor. Mm-hmm. 
Um, and it's just an old, old time bar. I don't know how long it's been there. Yeah, but they but, go ahead. Yeah, they serve the yards of beer. They got the piano guy. They can play any song you could ever request. Mm-hmm. And it's just a good time. The, the The waiters and the waitresses there will sneak a sticky little bee on your shirt without you knowing every yeah. time you walk in the place. So it's good times. That's where that comes from. So you want to bump it up to uh, Seattle series, man? It was a good yeah. time. Some baseball. What a what a way to head into the break, Ether. <laughs> thank you, thank you. Be here all week. <laughs> Tip your waitress. <laughs> um, yeah. So we swept Seattle, which we did. was awesome. Um, we did call out my friend James Pazos, left-handed relief pitcher. He played on Friday the thirteenth, right after our last episode, and ended up giving up three runs in um, on four hits in the fourth inning. Yeah, and I when we closed out last time, I I did kind of talk a little smack. Yeah, I kind of hoped that the Rockies got after him, which Absolutely, they did. Absolutely, which we did. Yeah, I mean, but, listen, I love that dude to death, but uh, you know, it's about the game and for right sure. now, and you know, it's it's fun. Everyone everyone banter's about their favorite team. Yeah, and we um one more uh, correction we have to make mm-hmm. is we had Senzatella starting the game on Friday. Okay, um, and it ended up being Jeff Hoffman. That's right. They got the start. Can't get everything right right here. I'll be the nope. first to admit it. I make nope. mistakes. Yeah, I think I do too sometimes. <laughs> but uh, yeah, Jeff Hoffman started the game for the Rockies. He only ended up going three innings. Mm-hmm. Uh, that first inning for the Rockies on Friday night was super slow. Uh, Jeff just looked uncomfortable on the mound. He was just he was thinking about his pitches too much. He was checking off first a bunch. Um, Ended up throwing a ball past Desi, trying to check the run over there at first. And it was just kind of a bad start for Jeff. Right. But we were curious to see who was going to start. We were. Because um, we were – all right, so John Gray had just come back before that? Yeah, so they had announced that John Gray would be starting on the 14th, which was Saturday. Mm-hmm. Um, so we knew John Gray would make the, the following start. Right. And I did find out um, – so the – the blister on Chad Bettis's finger. Uh-huh. I was informed that throughout the MLB, there's there's a there's pitchers suffering from this um, throughout baseball. The Dodgers have a couple of pitchers as well. They've changed the lacing on the baseballs for this, this season. Year? Yeah, and they're either thicker or there's something different about the lacing on these baseballs that's causing these starting pitchers to form blisters, blisters on their on their like throw on their finger. throwing finger. And that's what Bettis has suffered for him, and I believe Sensatella missed that start for the same reason. Do you think it hurts more or that it's just harder to locate pitches? Yeah, not necessarily that it affects like their location, but after a, a solid start, they fu- they're developing these blisters on their fingers. So Interesting. I don't know. I haven't heard what the plan is to, to eliminate, yeah, that, eliminate that, go injury. back to the, the new ways or whatever, but or the old ways. But. So... I think I don't know if I heard this of the grapevine or who, but last year Dodgers versus uh, Astros World Series, I do remember someone saying that they were like randomized, like randomly loading balls with like a different cork that traveled farther. Yeah, you hear anything about that? Or is that... oh yeah, yeah they had there was talk about they were throwing balls into the mix that were gonna launch a little bit farther, try to make it a little more exciting, have some home run balls. Yeah, and you couldn't necessarily feel it. 
as you hold it, but off the bat, you could tell. Yeah, I I don't know too much detail on it, but there was definitely a lot of talk about it, and there was a lot of home runs in that World Series last oh, year. Oh my god, it was ridiculous. People were sending them, but those those guys were all good hitters too. So right, I mean they are pros. <laughs> that is true. Um, but real quick on oh excuse me, Sorry. Ethan. Um, real quick on game one, I I felt Musgrave was kind of one of the players of the game for the Rockies. Give him a little ding. Uh, Musgrave did give up some runs, but he you know he wasn't planning or expecting to come in in the third inning, and Musgrave kind of got us to where we needed to be in order to rely on our relief pitchers. Okay. Um, Oberg, Ottavito, and Davis combined for three shutout innings after Musgrave had come in. And then, you know, the Rockies' offense obviously came to play. It was 10-7 to 7 mm-hmm. was the final. Uh, Charlie and Trevor did have two home runs. And then Desi Para and Tony Walters had some RBIs going from them. Um, that, that all came in the fifth inning with two outs. Okay. So pretty in- impressive stuff for the Rockies there. Yeah. Great first game. Definitely. <clears throat> I know this is on everyone's mind about game two. Yeah. This would have been Saturday the 14th. Okay. We had a, um, not a streaker because he wasn't naked, but. <laughs> can you call it a streaker anymore? I, I'm i not sure. I mean, you can if they're they're buck naked, but I think, like, what do you call him, a knucklehead? A, a runner? Yeah. No one's naked anymore because it's, you get slapped with, like. Yeah, that's just it's unwise. Not the 80s. Plus, how would you even get down to the field like that? Well, you'd have you'd be to stripping have... down and people be like, no, 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 don't do it. And you're like, no, I'm doing it. You wear a jumpsuit. Oh. And then you're just ready to go. Like the pop-off buttons. <laughs> you just know. Yeah, it's yeah, like. I mean, I'm, I'm just trying to hear how you would do it. <laughs> I guess. I mean, it would definitely take some thought. Yeah, because if you're fumbling with like, like you go to the airport, you always wear like flip-flops or something in and out. If you're yeah. like fumbling with like a belt buckle security guards are going to be like, well, we saw you take your shirt off, and we saw you fumble with your belt, so we're just going to go ahead and arrest you now. Sir, your watch. <laughs> um, all right, so I wanted, to, yeah, I wanted to ask you, this kid makes a valiant effort, by the way. Hats off to this kid. Um, he hurdles the third uh, base wall yeah. like it was nothing. And then two steps up into the stands, we had a quote-unquote hero at that point, it's not really disturbing the game anymore. And this kid literally puts his shoulder into that kid's pelvis, lifts his legs up, and like pile drives him into like concrete steps. Yeah, it was a vicious tackle. It was. And like people are like, oh, and I know it's exciting, but like why What motivates that? Yeah, he's gonna get stopped at the top. Like you you have to know that. So you're just a pissed off kid trying to tackle someone, in my opinion. Yeah, it was there was like a mix mixed feelings in the crowd. Like some people were like clapping and cheering when he got tackled. And then you could see like some people like put their hands up in the air like what the hell? Yeah, like, Cause, like dude, totally... that kid looked hurt after that. Like yeah. a little out oh, of yeah. it. Yeah, that's totally uncalled for. Right. I mean, I think I, there was a I saw like on Instagram someone had said that kid is the person that reminds the teacher that there's homework on the weekend and the teacher forgets. <laughs> <laughs> the guy that tackled him. <laughs> yeah. 
<laughs> but it was I it was kind of a bummer for me. I, I me wish too. I could have seen him at least get taken down by security and not. There's, a, there's no way out of that stadium without getting caught at that point. Yeah, yeah, it was. He would have gone peacefully for sure. Oh, definitely. Some stadium instead of breaking his pelvis and yeah. tackled in the ground. So wouldn't it be weird if that kid sued the other bystander and there was no liability? I, he- to I heard people talking about that. He should for like injuring him. I mean, I don't know how injured he got. It looked like he almost knocked him out the first time I saw it because he was yeah. literally in the corner of the of the steps in the wall. Yeah, you hit your it head on that with fast. whiplash, kaboom! You get a you know some trauma. repercussions in the future. Yeah, for sure. He so. hit the ground as hard as Cargo hit his home run to center field. Oh, you like that? <laughs> that one's for Garrett tying it back into the story. So thanks, Streaker out there, or lack of Streaker. And the shame on you, streaker. Shame on you, you Clark Kent, <laughs> <laughs> our hero. Yeah, he just got dumped. All right. Um, <clears throat> anything on game two? Because I kind of want to talk about game three. Well, real quick, we have do your thing. We got to talk John Gray, man. That is true. And we earlier on, you know, we had a we had a fan reach out to us and ask some questions about what we felt about John Gray. Um, at the time you had labeled him as a questionable starter, mm-hmm. which was fair. Um, I had said that I thought John Gray was a good pitcher. Uh, Saturday night's game was a perfect example of who he could be, who he can be and what his potential is. Mm-hmm. That's kind of what I saw in John Gray. He, he threw seven shutout innings and he, he had said in a post game interview that he was worried he would never experience that feeling again of dominating a professional game. And it was just really cool for John to get that huge standing ovation. You know, a lot of times you'll see just like the fans that are above the Rockies dugout kind of give a starter a good clap when they come off. Yeah. It was it was a solid amount of the stadium was standing clapping for John Gray. I would agree. And that, that's got to be some some pump some up kudos. for him. Yeah. yeah. And he, he didn't come out to the eighth inning. Um, he, gave, he did end up giving an RBI off their catcher. Uh, Chris Herman there, but you know, just to, to come out after triple a and show that kind of performance, uh, hands off to, to John gray hands off too, and hats off hats off. Hats off. Hands off. <laughs> Take I'm your not hands too off. sure what to do with my hands. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, yeah, that was cool. So, I mean, we also did see an appearance from Brian Shaw, AKA Mike Shaw Subaru. Yeah. Uh, he was actually locating his cutters this weekend. He only played for, um, like two thirds of an inning, but true. It wasn't what we saw in June. That's for no. sure. I no. mean, it's kind of like this thing that I don't know if it's something that I, I would blame it on Bud Black. I think he's doing the right thing. I think he's switching people around, even though there's pressure of what he should do and what he shouldn't do. So I think and that when to put people in and when exactly, not to. I think he's listening to his gut. And I think that not only is that important in like any story success, um, like not polluting your, your decisions with outside perspective yeah, as much, sure. but also you start to change like the mentality and the, the motivation. Yeah. Um, in these players, because you know, they have to get their, yeah, and and the rest of the bullpen has come around too, so I think that that has a factor for Shaw as well. You right. know, when Shaw was really struggling as hard as he was, 
the rest of the bullpen was there with him. And, you know, right. the, the Rockies have finally made that leap to put ball games together as a team, as a whole. You know, mm-hmm. for a while we were seeing good hitting, bad pitching, good pitching, bad hitting. It's all kind of come together now. And I think Shaw really wants to come out and prove that he can be part of this team. So For certain. So that, that might have been the reasoning for that. I'm curious to see what happens to all the players after the um, All-Star break. I'm also curious to see what our players do in the All-Star game. Yeah. Um, we we got to keep the momentum going. To, yeah. For Trevor to end the end the first half with that walk-off. Yeah. I mean, let's let's say this. It's a big deal for us to have three people representing Colorado Rockies in yeah. the MLB All-Star game. Definitely. However, it's not as big of a deal to me as a fan as it would be to see him come and get another another sweep on a team when we really need it. Yeah. You know? Yeah. So you're you're putting importance over the regular season. Yeah, think about think about how Nolan Arenado is viewing the home run derby. He's probably like, Yeah, this is fun, but I have to focus about tomorrow. Yeah. Because he's actually playing tomorrow. Yeah. And I would hope that he has the same mentality along with the whole team and our fan base that yeah, it's cool to see him, but you know, I think it's you know it's like Javier Baez was in the home run derby. Yeah, who he's an outstanding player, but from a home run perspective, you'd think Nolan could walk up there and <clears throat> smack a couple more. Yeah, is it more Nolan? I, just I think, think the players. To. Yeah, I think that's what it is. But I'd kind of like to see him step up into the limelight. Nolan's been in the All Star game the last three seasons, uh-huh. and we haven't seen him in a home run derby. I think it'd be in the near future to see Nolan step up for a home run derby. Yeah, I would agree. I think that what would have been really funny is if we had Story thrown in the mix. That's what we were saying. Because I, no, you said Nolan. Well, no, last we were talking, I said that I hoped Trevor could make yeah, it in. Exactly. And it, I mean, I think he's a great hitter. He is. Especially for something like that. Yeah. You find, you find the right person you trust to pitch to you. Yep. Like Bryce Harper had his dad, and at first I was like, "God, his dad is like so tan." <laughs> I noticed he? He that looked, too. Like, so tan and like a beard, and I was like, "No, I thought he said his dad." Oh, yeah, he did. Yeah, unfortunately for you, Bradley Cooper never got thrown into the mix. Yeah, what? What the hell's that all about? <laughs> <laughs> that was save that for the celebrity softball game. That celebrity, happened. ding, dang, dong. Uh, Home Alone too. Yes, thank you. Um, yeah, the celebrity softball thing was kind of entertaining. It was just like, it was a, a real circus and a half. It had like Shaquille O'Neal as a DJ. He's a DJ now. Center. I know. I just. What's his DJ name? Do you know it? DJ Diesel. Interesting. Yeah. Because he's like. Everyone's kind of waiting to hear how everyone else feels about that name too. (laughs) (laughs) I didn't catch the celebrity softball game, but I'm sure it was very entertaining. I stayed up all night for it. Nice, dude. Yeah. Nice. Way past my bedtime. (laughs) (laughs) Let's go to game three, man. Game three. We get a little. What happened in game three? Um. Well, so game three was another come from behind victory. Mm-hmm. It was the rain Sunday. Yeah, very, very rainy game. Uh, Nolan hit a single in the third scoring. I think it was DJ LeMahieu and Charlie Blackman. Uh, Charlie was able to slide through the mud there mm-hmm. at home plate. There was a little bobble out in right field. But Nolan did get the the 
scoring started off for us, but I do really want to hone in on the the come from behind wins because the Rockies have really been able to stack those up lately. Right. Um, and that happened again in game three. Uh, D. Gordon in the seventh inning was able to tie up the game to make it 3-3. Um, we kept that score going into the ninth inning uh, for, for our boy Trevor to hit the walk-off. And Drew Goodman... Start going into the ninth was able to call it. He was, he said the Rockies are ready for a, for a walk off to head to the All Star break. Right, and then we we smacked that thing out. Yeah, so kudos to Trevor Story. Yep, first walk off home run in his career. I'm surprised. Me too. When they said that, I was like, no wait, I hear that right. Yeah. Well, um, I mean his his rookie year was obviously cut off short, um, and this is his third season, but it's still surprising that was his first walk off. Uh. The funniest part was Taylor McGregor getting hosed by that waterfall of purple Gatorade. Purple rain. Slipping. <laughs> Slipped on the banana peel. But in all honesty, I, I just want to ask people out there and talk to you about this. I, th- I feel like it was like way too like coordinated. Because like I rewatched her get like that shower of purple rain. From Desmond. Yeah, from Desmond. You could tell that like... Trevor shifted his eyes to the right and kind of knew it was coming. And then she was like, so on your next home run, whoa. And then he just doused her. Both of them stayed there and it looked like Trevor was trying to get her, you know. It felt like it was kind of planned in a way or that she was super okay with it. Because then I when, think, when I, I mean, watched the video, she's wearing no no shoes. Really? I swear to God. I watched it, and I was like, oh, no shoes? It looks like you thought you were going to get a little wet there, huh? Well, that that's, I mean, who's not going to get showered on their interview after a walk Good point. <laughs> well, <laughs> well, no, I was just trying to start a huge conspiracy in the Colorado Rocky. Um, Those must have been some nice heels she was wearing or something. Something. Hold my phone. Hold my shoes. <laughs> like you're about to get pushed into a swimming pool. Exactly. That's yeah. just what... Just, I don't know. Maybe someone out there. Well, do you think that Desmond picked Purple Gatorade intentionally? I had that question, but I think they might just have. That's all the Rockies get. That's that's it. And the Broncos drink orange, orange Gatorade. And then blue when they want. And the Nuggets when drink feelings. yellow Gatorade. Yeah. <laughs> who else is a weird? <laughs> who else is a weird color? The Avs would have to drink. Like that new, like weird off pink Mystic Mountain Blueberry. Yeah. Oh. Um. And dear Lord, baby Jesus, we are just awaiting Mystic Mountain Blueberry. <laughs> We're excited for its release. Um. Yeah. I mean, what about the Cleveland Browns? And they had to mix a couple. They would be orange, dude. Yeah, but they're they're out of orange, so they have to get like <laughs> a couple colors off the prism. Yeah. Make it brown. brown. I think that would just be all Gatorades mixed together. Right. You get you get yourself brown. (laughs) Hashtag getting brown, baby. Um, Yeah. But we do so All Star Game tomorrow night. Yes. At eight p.m. Mountain Time, I believe. Believe so. But it's Nolan's going to be hitting second after Baez. So I'm excited to see Nolan. I you know he'll probably, I think he'll probably stay for. At least four innings, okay. uh, starting at third. I don't quote me on that, but quoted. Hopefully, quoted him. hopefully Baez. I mean, with Baez leading off, that sets up Nolan for some potential RBIs. Right. Uh, Baez seems to find himself on base quite a bit, so it'll be cool to see what Nolan can do. And then, when do you think we're going to see Story and Blackman? If you could, 
be right or wrong, just having fun. I'd say by the fifth. By okay. the fifth inning, we'd, we'd see one of them at least. Okay. Um, Trevor before before Charlie, uh, just because it's the outfield. There's a bunch of outfielders, but right. Trevor's the uh, the next man up after Brandon Crawford for shortstop. Sweet. But do you uh, now that they you know they changed the rules this year with the All Star Game? What is it? It used to if the AL or NL won, that would determine home field advantage for the World Series. Really? That's no longer a thing. So now it's just going into the All Star or going into the World Series, whichever team has a better regular season record starts will have home field advantage. Okay. So this is the first all So it's just a game. money prize then. Right? Yeah, they all get paid out two million dollars each player. For winning I'm just, the I'm <laughs> <laughs> No, but there's it's the first all star game where it's not like it actually doesn't mean anything, but most people have the AL taken it. They've kind of dominated in the last decade. All right, we'll see. We shall Base, see. It's baseball. Anything can happen. Yes, sir. You think you'll see anyone slipping on banana peels out there? Javier Baez. <laughs> Javier Baez. Um, last week I heard Isaiah Thomas sign with the Nuggets. What do you feel about that? I think it's cool. Me too. The Nuggets are... I let's, mean, it, let's look at this straight. There's no LeBron James. Hmm. <laughs> We're past that. Yeah, we got is. Michael Porter Jr. But the Nuggets are stacking up a fun roster at the very least. Yeah. I see maybe a playoff berth, an eighth seed in our future. Okay. Is it Jokic, our big guy? Yeah. He comes the- in my restaurant all the time. And, like, he sits down. He's not that big. And, like, you know, I'm 6'3". He's definitely, like, 6'7". Six, 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 six. Yeah. yeah. He's very, like, large very large person but he got next to this person that i know that's like a very thin cyclist very aerodynamic person but like looking at him compared to my friend i was like oh my god that guy is huge nba players are massive yes i walked into a gas station that Kenyon martin was at one time right and it was like it's profound yeah on tv he's surrounded by big dudes so i was like yeah Kenyon martin's pretty big (laughs) and then i like saw him in person i was like oh my goodness yeah, I'm a tiny person. Did you uh, check his shoes out? They're always like size 15, 16. They're ridiculous. He was wearing Crocs. Oh. <laughs> no, he wasn't. <laughs> Kenny Martin Custom Crocs. down. Custom down. <laughs> well, good deal, Ether. Yeah, um, I'm glad we got to get an episode in on, on the, old, the old Mariners. Yeah, absolutely. It was did a good you, time. Did you hear... Uh, we, we did have that conversation with the... the uh, pilot for the Rockies that flew him out to Washington. Oh, yeah, yeah, Carl, yeah. Um, yeah, I actually recorded the conversation. He was flying all the players to the All-Star game. Uh, I'm glad you recorded it. I'm, I'm always recording everything. Anyone hear it? Yeah. yeah. Let's see. Here he goes. Hello? Hey, Carl. What's going it's on, Ethan. Carl? It's me and it's a me, Garrett, and, and Ethan. <laughs> What's going on? <laughs> how are you today? I'm good. How are you doing, fellas? We're doing good, man. We're good. Uh, how, how's the flight going right now? Well, we are currently cruising at 40,000 feet over what seems to be Missouri. It's got some clear skies, making some good time. Uh, Carl, what are, what are the Rockies up to on the plane there? Yeah, can you see them? Um, I think Bud Black is in the bathroom. It looks like Charlie Blackman's uh, tying some... Some flies for his fly fishing. Uh, 
Looks like Nolan's practicing his swing, and Trevor Story seems to be staring at the back of his headrest. Cool, man. Thanks well, for thanks for filling us in, Carl. Yeah, thanks a lot, Carl. Thank you, gentlemen. Go Rockies. Bye-bye. Bye-bye, man. Carl's such a good dude. Yeah, man, that was awesome, dude. He's a really cool dude. He's always the pilot for the Rockies, so maybe we'll catch him later. For sure. Uh, Anyway, folks, go to rockstalkradio.com. Subscribe to the podcast for new episodes and updates. Follow us on Twitter at rockstalkradio. Follow us on Instagram at rockstalkradio. And email us with any questions, whatever, at rockstalkradio at gmail.com. Garrett, thanks a lot for having me. Um, Always, dude. We will talk to you soon. Yes, sir. Be good, people. Go Rockies. Bye-bye. Later.